You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Rave After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rave After Show. Makeup a dance <laughs> You gotta let it play because it really didn't get into it for a little bit. Yeah, it's just good. There we go. It's going. Oh, yeah. Let it play. Long may the song rain. <laughs> hey, everybody. We are here again doing an after show for your favorite show, Rain. Uh, this is the mid season finale, Sad Face, epic, um, called Fated. So uh, we're we're kind of exhausted after this episode, but in such a good way because it was such an awesome episode. But I am your host, Keaton Markey. I have the lovely Fiona Thomas. Here. I feel like I should be. We're Hoda. We just made a comment Kathy earlier. We're Kathy and Hoda tonight, and we got Phil. We got too, Phil. But. Boy in the house. Don't worry. Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. He Good was so worried about Kenna this whole episode. <laughs> he was like, I need to start a new hashtag. Hashtag save Kenna. Or don't kill Kenna. Don't kill Kenna. Hashtag. It was save Kenna. Yes. Save Kenna, yeah. And luckily, or unfortunately, we did. I mean, if someone had to go, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm really okay, because we're, we're kind of jumping like right into who died, but I wore my Ailey braid today, not even realizing Well, that, you don't have to say why, yet, as of yet. Yeah, but, but I, I was like wearing my Ailey braid. I was, like, That's, what a right coincidence. Here. Yeah. You have to show, like, yeah, to the you side. see it? Mm-hmm. Right here? Mm-hmm. I work very hard on this braid. <laughs> okay, headphones back on. And I have um, some drink in my cup in honor of the deceased. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't. It's just some water with some floaties in it. Well, even though this episode ended on kind of a crazy, kind of sad note, it started on a very happy note. It did. It started with some smashing. Yeah. Like, some smushing. I don't know. What does what Snooki call it? Smushing. Oh, smushing. smushing. But I knew, I knew tonight's episode had to kind of be bad, and, and we kind of predicted this, where everything was so great, you know, mm-hmm. they, and if there was any question of whether or not they did it, uh, it can be put to, pardon the pun, put oh, to they, bed, because as he it. said, I hope you're pregnant. Like, who says that? I'm sorry. I don't know. That was awkward. And that's what they say in the Renaissance era. There's nobody out here saying that today. Like, yeah, baby, I hope you're pregnant. I hope I knocked you up. <laughs> like, I want to be your baby daddy. <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. But yes, she was penetrated. There was questions about that last week. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> We said it like 20 times. What a woman! <laughs> uh, but we still don't know if Kenna was penetrated. We just oh, know that I, she was hurt. Do you know, I, I realized what happened to Kenna, because they kind of replayed it in the beginning of this episode. Oh. She was kicked. She was thrown on the ground, and the guy kicked her in the gut, it looked like. So she's obviously dealing with some major bruising. Right. Um, I don't think she was penetrated. I'll take that over rape. I'll take a kick over rape any day yeah i don't think i don't think that little man penetrated her thank god uh, 
<laughs> but um, so so the penetration did happen with Mary and Francis, and you know it was almost like they jumped the gun on the sleeping together because literally that next morning they are woken up by a man announcing to Francis that a cardinal is here from the Vatican that wants to see you in the throne room. Mm-hmm. So Francis very quickly has to put some clothes on. And uh, rush out to the throne room where we find out that the um, that England's queen, Queen Mary Tudor, mm-hmm. who uh, some people might know her as Bloody Mary, right. uh, she is close to death because she was very sickly at the end of her reign, and um, she uh, if she when she dies, that the throne it will be open, and the the at least who the Vatican is considering is a legitimate heir is Mary. Right. Because she is Catholic compared to Elizabeth I, who is Protestant, mm-hmm. who the Pope does not recognize as queen because she is technically a bastard because the Pope did not recognize uh, Henry VIII's marriage to uh, Mary... Blah, uh, not Mary. No, it's... um. Oh my gosh, I was doing so well. You were. You were on I was a roll. doing so well. Um oh my god. Oh, and Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. The Boleyn twins. The Boleyn, oh. yes. Yeah, well the sisters. Yes. Not um twins. so did not does not recognize that marriage, thus Queen Elizabeth cannot have the throne, but she mm-hmm. has a lot of followers. But um King Henry's father, I mean not King Henry, King Henry himself, correct, is kind of like pro Mary. What get I like Mary. about this what I like about this, it's the perfect storm of everything right mm-hmm. you know we've had Kanakena and we've had the king and the you know the king's entered into the plot line in general but this is just a direct like hey we got to do this you know and, and i love later as as um the queen says his uh fondness for people is overshadowed by his fondness for power mm-hmm. and obviously it's evident here and, and uh so francis quickly becomes the number one son and i i love that aspect of it and how also Again, here you have Kenna, who's supposed to be, you know, on Mary's side, and yet she's not, or, or at least, at the very least, her lines are shady. They're extremely blurred, and they're blurred by a man. Blurred lines. I know you want me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, happy go day continues happiness. Like, they're frolicking in the woods, and how cute was that? He gets on his knee, he proposes, they're like, it's all about love, it's birds chirping, but it's never the case when it comes to these two. They never let happiness happen for too long. No. And like they said in the end of the movie, love is irrelevant for people like them. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So the end of the as- movie? You said the end of the movie. Did I see the movie? Yeah. It, it, felt <laughs> like. it felt like a movie. It like, was really epic. It was so intense and dramatic and suspenseful. And there was passion. And I saw Clarissa, the back of her head. I just, it was a lot for me. You know, I'm very team Clarissa. So. I don't know if I'm Team Clarissa anyway, but that that I brings. Like, I just love me a ghost. Like I she's love not me a ghost, a, obviously. Well, not anymore. She's a human, mm-hmm. but she was like the ghost type character lurking. We'll get into Clarissa soon. But <laughs> so talking about legitimate, like legitimizing and mm-hmm. all that stuff, because obviously the Pope, they're realizing that the Pope is not going to recognize Elizabeth as the next queen of England, then Diane all of a sudden is like, oh, crap. Well, then that means all this work I've been doing, like, you know, writing letters mm-hmm. to people at the Vatican to try to legitimize Bash is all going to, you know, just go to hell because it's, it's, he's not going to legitimize Bash if he's trying not to legitimize Mary right now. And how perfect I is I mean, not Mary, it, Elizabeth. How perfect is it that Q Kenna coming in 
to get the news when it's not even important anymore. It's kind of irrelevant. Yeah. She almost died, but just slipped out of her fingers because she looks, kind of looks so much like the younger version of Diana. Oh, gosh. And that- she gets the juice. I mean, let Catherine tell it, and she told it, beaten up and all. Like, mm-hmm. I like awful. I like these aspects of it because obviously I like the politics, but um, what I think obviously is working for the CW audience is that although there's a lot of politics involved, it's it directly affects all of our players in a major way. You know, it doesn't just affect one person and everyone kind of is on the periphery of like, oh, well, that's nice. It it directly you know, and so again, this is now an opportunity for Kenna in some sort of way and you know as as the queen points out you're you're such a child you don't even know really what to do with this information you mm-hmm. just you just think that it's good and obviously now in the right hands it can be put to use or the wrong I, hands but the irony is well because obviously she was going to kill her because of it yeah so yeah. well because obviously by by kind of bringing that information to the queen i think it told the queen that you know obviously Kenna's, you know, the Kenna doesn't work for anybody but Henry, but the king. Right. And Kenna will, as as uh, Catherine pointed out to Diane, Kenna will do anything for Henry. Anything. And, and that's she's stupidity. stupid. Mm-hmm. She's dumb. And yeah, I liked last week, uh, remember the Queen's quote, you know, a secret is only good if one person knows it. And, you know, while Diane made no secret, obviously that confrontation, which we'll talk about, um, I like it because, you know, in the end, Diane, she has to do this because it could cost her a life. And so she will keep that secret. You know, if threatened, people will keep secrets. Well, and it's yeah, funny that Kenna even jumped on this because we saw that scene with her and the king uh, earlier in the episode where the king, you know, basically tells her, you know, Diane's not going anywhere. But if, you know, you just need to get used to it. You'll still be, I'll still protect you. You'll still be in my bed. Right. But if you ask me about Diane one more time. You'll be gone. And I choose her. He yeah. dead out said, I choose her. She is the one. So get on board or deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I think she thought in her young, immature way that this would be something that would realign them together, that maybe he would choose her. But that just goes with being ignorant and young and not knowing what's going on. And that's the thing. He just told her he would not choose her. And then she goes and does this. It's just like back with the last episode where it was like she was complaining about the initials. And like he just, why does she keep going in constantly all the time? Just let me be easy. She's supposed to be a mistress. It's supposed to be like an escape and relaxation and <laughs> not a stressor. Well, that's the, I mean, it's interesting to know the queen was like, you know, how do you put up with the, you know, he's gone back and forth so many times. Mm-hmm. And, again, he just, I guess, whatever his fondness is for these people, at least, you know, Diane versus Kenna, again, he's gone back and forth for, for, from it. He's never given us an indication that he's just going to choose one or the other. Right. That's and, true. you know, the fact that he's, even, even today, what the irony is, even though he said to her that, hey, today I choose Diane, uh, tomorrow it could be... Uh, I choose you. <laughs> Absolutely. The saddest thing is, it's never I choose Catherine. <laughs> but Catherine doesn't want it. She said he's not up humping on me in public. I don't think they have sex at all. Like, I think that's like done. Sebastian, or, uh, yeah, she she bore him a son, and I think it's Yeah, done. now it's done. And that's it. Like, She's just a figurehead. They're over it. And He would have definitely said, I hope you're pregnant, because I don't want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I Okay, I am... Hashtag pro Queen Catherine. I think even though we love to hate her and she's kind of crazy, yeah. I think she's one of the most interesting people uh, on this show. And I loved how 
Catherine heavy this episode was the woman who plays her I I don't have her name right now but I I can't think of it but she is such a good actress I just love her I just love her she's intelligent and she's smart she's crafty Catherine for a reason and she's beautiful like she's, she's really really all the people on this freaking show are just gorgeous and you don't get to be a queen without being somewhat smart and intelligent and knowing how to use certain information and devices for your betterment mm-hmm. and she's so. a, and she, she's a Medici so that family's known for being crafty even in, throughout history they you there know you they're go. very wealthy for a, a reason, reason. <laughs> and she you know she carries that just even just in her natural movements without even speaking she just does it and her scenes and and uh i know we'll talk about her and mary but when they're on screen it's like lightning it's like mm-hmm. a movie <laughs> so um we do have so the queen catherine with this information from kenna mm-hmm. basically confronts diane and i and i also loved that scene and those two actresses together yes. when she busts into the bedchamber after henry's had his way with diane i mean can we take a moment and talk about him strutting down the castle hallways in his robe <laughs> going to get a sandwich after he just did the deed like hey sandwich for her sandwich <laughs> for her <laughs> At least he didn't say, bitch, make me a sandwich and send I mean, her. <laughs> but instead, he's just gloating in front of the queen and everyone else. Like, he's I, been doing it for uh, years, though. Good Things. God almighty. I mean, I, okay. But that was a very, very, I didn't realize the CW showed, like, sex scenes that were that mm. kind of heated and long. Not even on I, Gossip Girl do I remember that. <laughs> that that was a very, that was almost Game of Thrones. I mean, we didn't see any nakedness, but I mean, we saw back, but that was yeah, about it. Yeah, she was on top. That was a lot. There, there was a lot. Yeah. That's why Rain is on at 9 p.m. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're pushing the boundaries on this show. I love with it. With blood, stop. with sex. Don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Mary said last week. <laughs> Oh, I digress. We digress. We digress. But yeah, so so Catherine goes in. She confronts Diane. Basically, says, "I have these conditions. Mm-hmm. If if you want me not to, you know, screw like get you killed by Henry, basically, right for treason. Yeah, you need to leave, not say anything, just peace out, never return, go into hiding, whatever. And before you go, kill Kenna because I'm tired of having blood on my hands. It's getting old. Like, <laughs> like on your way out, take care of this. Put this on your to do list." Because this is a poison I made to try to kill Mary, but can you use it on kind of things? She's crafty. She is a crafty lady. Did you guys? Did you guys think Diane would? Did you think when that that whole scene kind of played out? Yes, I did. You thought Kenna was dead. Oh, I thought you were going to say, did I think that Diane would carry out the deed? I did. Oh, you did. That's I what I mean. Would. Yeah. I, I thought she would. as as the the, the uh, goblet was getting passed around, I I was like, oh, thank God, my hashtags worked. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna stay alive but then i also did you know it also became it, it became tough because i was like okay who is it gonna end up with because someone is obviously gonna die yeah. and then in those moments i was like okay this also makes diane a murderer which she which by the way wouldn't have been unlike her because you, you know uh as even bash pointed out like you're committing treason and she was willing to go behind people's backs and Last episode, I mean, how many people could have died just to put Sebastian as the legitimate son? So, could she have killed Kenna? You know, it wouldn't have been too far from the truth. Not at if she, all. Had she done it. Not at all. And I, I, the whole, like, Russian roulette with the teacup was intense. Like, you guys were <laughs> screaming. I was just quiet. Like, I didn't know how to react. I was like, just get it over with. 
Let me see what happens. And of course, you can't have a mid-season finale without a death or a marriage or something. So we knew, obviously, going in that something major was going to happen. I just didn't know it was going to be like this. And that and that it would be this bloody because so we we see them in that scene at Kenneth's bed. They they, they even have the lines of mm, it smells like a new herb and like they had made the same comment when they smelt the poison. And I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, they're just setting this up and they're passing the cup around." Mm-hmm. And then we see that Ailey is the one who ends up with it. And right kind of during that scene I had a feeling I was like, "Ailey's gone." Like it makes sense that they haven't really developed her character at all throughout this first oh, yeah, half of the season. Yeah, I mean, the only significant thing, thing she's done is that deal she made with Catherine to, like, kind of be Mary's kind of undercover right. double agent. Um, but since then, we really haven't seen anything with Ailey. Well, and, and today, you know, she kind of... What was nice is that um, she kind of stood for the prophecies, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she went back to... He told me I would never go home. And that was obviously the last thing that she kind of mentions to Mary... And things like that. So it, it it was nice. Although she wasn't as developed as the other girls, she was developed in that sense where she stood for that, you know, Nostradamus being truthful. Mm-hmm. And obviously that, that scared. <laughs> she says to him, you are the devil. <laughs> Do you know what I did? Just This is a little bit of a tangent. But I did just realize that's Nostradam- Nostradamus's voice doing the intro. Oh, yeah. I, that did not click in my head until today. I, I don't know if anybody else... Like, I didn't catch that. Did you, Phil? I did not. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it makes sense. And, and obviously, maybe it's a little bit, you know, telling that he's... Because he says at the end of that at the, of that intro, mm-hmm. long may she reign. So Nostradamus is on Mary's side, really. I think he's on the side of what he sees. He's on whichever permission he sees. That's what, that's what it is. And yeah, I mean, he's sending uh, whatever episode it was, you know, I'm not... I'm I'm here for the truth, which sometimes in the core of kings and things like that is not the right thing to have, but it's the truth. I mean, and we even saw him because we did see that when um, this death happens, it's there is some poison, but it's a push down the stairs. I don't think it's it's not poison because remember the cat. I was looking at the cat. I was confused at the time because the cat drank it, and Ken is kind of looking at this as well. Right, and it's. Wait, the cat didn't die, or it wasn't wavering in any sense, and so it was like, okay, was it poisoned? I mean, she clearly died because it, she was pushed. So how does but, the but, fingers turn black? Yeah, when when she was laying on the bed, and Nostrum was talking to Clarissa, and he was like saying, "This is my poison, not Catherine's." The fingers are black. How does that happen? No, he said it's neither his nor Catherine's. And, like, so she must have mixed it herself. Like, that's what he said is my, like, did you go into, like, his, I guess. Oh, I thought he was saying, did you go in my cabinet and get yeah. my poison out? I don't think she, I think she made her own. Um, and I, I think it works, obviously, in a different way. And maybe it just doesn't kill cats. <laughs> maybe. But, I mean, it, but it was that push down the stairs that killed her. Right. I mean, really. And how much, like, I don't know which one of you said, but some one of you guys were like, a lot of blood is chilling in that. They're loving the blood and rain. And I'm loving Clarissa for having Mary's back. I mean, right or wrong, she's like, because Can you call that having her back? Yes. No, it's her being, no, she's getting, like, scary friend. Like, she's becoming, like, like, this is, like, she's becoming super clingy, where she doesn't even, it's like, she doesn't want her best friend to have a boyfriend, because if her best friend has a boyfriend, that means her best friend won't hang out with her anymore, and she has this connection. That's what, she's going crazy. 
first it's going cray. Here's the thing. Anytime you get into prophecies and perhaps time travel and all these different things and visions, okay, right? She did it because she had to prove that the prophecy was right to marry. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then... Had you not done that, you know what I mean? It just becomes a causality thing. Like, okay, well, had you not oh. caused that, would the other thing come to fruition because of these things? So, like the butterfly effect or exactly. something. Okay. Hmm. I, I don't like that movie. It makes me, no. I hate that movie. <laughs> it's a concept also. It, yeah, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Ashton Kutcher, man, that was him in his heyday, but I don't like that movie. It makes me too much to think about. But... <laughs> I mean, so, but I, I thought what it, it was very interesting that we saw Clarissa interact with somebody other than Mary in this episode with Nostradamus. Like, the, she's, like, talking to him. And it's Someone first... else talked to her in the dungeon once. Was that Nostradamus when she was doing the X's and they were cleaning them off? I forget. I forget yeah, that she was marking the X's with the red. And they were like... Oh, like, you're talking about episode two, I believe? Is yes. It? Yeah. And, like, they're like, you, you're at it again. So she's made human contact with mm-hmm. like, one other person yeah. in addition to Mary and Nostradamus. But obviously she has history with Nostradamus. Like, yeah. he yeah. knows her. Like, he, he, like, and to the point where he, I don't know, like, like he's like the punishment, like, she's gonna punish her. So, yeah. what, like, who is Clarissa? Like, is she, is she, like, another bastard child? Like, you know, that's being, that they tried to get rid of, but Nostradamus didn't want her to die, so he kind of has been raising her in secret. Whose bastard child would she be? Like, the king's? And who, yeah, what, the king. Uh, Catherine or Diane? I don't know, but like, a, I don't, <sighs> the, who, hashtag, who is Clarissa? I thought we were going to see her face. I got I did so too. excited, like, show me your face, but it was just a bald spot in the back of her head. Yeah, we did but, see some nappy, some nasty yeah. hair. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> it was gross. Yeah. And then he took her in the back, and I was like, "Oh my God, he's gonna kill her! Like, what's gonna happen?" Yeah, uh, I don't think I don't think no. Seeing all the visions that he's seen, I don't think he wants to be responsible for it in the real world. You know himself. Yeah. So, but I think I think he is gonna somehow severely punish her. <sighs> I can't take it. I don't, I just that was such a cool scene, and like, ah, and then like he's like forcing her face to look at Ailey, but. <laughs> And she's a victim. She thinks that she's fate's victim. So maybe she was a bastard of some sort and she's been banished Mm -hmm. because she considers herself to be a victim. So something happened to her. And I hope we get to see that come January 23rd. I want to see more Clarissa. I want to know her backstory. I do want to know Clarissa. I'm ready. It's been too long. Very much so. And I want, uh, I don't, I just feel really bad that like she's now going after Mary's friends. Like, it's scary. It's a little scary to me. Yeah. But, so, to kind of, like, round this episode out is, you know, the whole episode does follow the prophecy, which we've all been talking about, that, you know, this marriage that the king is now trying to fast forward to, you know, have Mary kind of legitimize as England's, you know, heir and to become the queen of England and thus France gets England, uh, it makes this prophecy that Nostradamus told Catherine that Mary's going to lead to your son's death. It's going to happen sooner. And Mm -hmm. we see a lot of flashbacks throughout the episode of Nostradamus standing there doing these big scenes and kind of like seeing Francis falling. Right. But then at that last scene... He he took to a knee. He did. But but he wasn't... So we don't know. And where was Nostradamus last episode when... The kingdom was seized. Like, he didn't see that? Where was, I mean, that would have been some violent He doesn't choose what he sees. Oh, he doesn't choose what okay. he sees. And he, he can, he, it's, again, he doesn't have dates, right? As he says to Mary, um, you know, he, he seemed a little older than he is now. 
Uh-huh. It's not like on February 22nd, he dies. Right. Um, to me, um, what was I going to say? Uh, w- one of the m- more interesting parts about it, too, was kind of how Sebastian was intertwined in this prophecy. Mm-hmm. Or not not in the prophecy specifically, but in, in terms of how it affected him. Um, and, and he had to leave because of all the, all this news, you know, mm-hmm. of the wedding. Which is the perfect segue to them running off together. Well, we'll like, hold off on that. Yeah. Because I have so much to say about that. <laughs> so, you know, we get this prophecy and, you know, Kenna, so Kenna knows, mm-hmm. Queen Catherine knows, Nostradamus knows, obviously Clarissa knows this prophecy. Right. And then Queen Catherine, I mean, Nostradamus is like, don't kill Mary, you stupid. Like, they'll know and then they'll kill you, which thank gosh Nostradamus can talk some sense into Queen Catherine because not Mary and many other people can. But instead, tell Mary, because if you tell Mary, mm-hmm. like, her love for Francis, she will want to save him. And at first, she doesn't believe her. Nope. She does not believe her at all. And who can blame her? Because she's been the one that's trying to get her out mm-hmm. of the castle from day one. Oh, yeah. So. But it's true. But, you know, even, uh, yeah, that was a great scene because obviously, you know, um, at the very least, what, what Queen Mary, or, um, what Queen wanted was uh, the fact that Mary would be questioning herself. Mm-hmm. And it got her to do that because, like, you know, hey, um, he's proven himself right in the past, right? Mm-hmm. And so she goes off on that and she goes on this mini journey, eventually leading her to Sebastian. And, you know, the the, the dragon will fight the lion and the poppies. How Not crazy real- was that? Because we, we thought we had that figured out, right? Mm-hmm. And so did she. Yeah. But dun, dun, dun. then we see Sebastian reveal his sword. Not that sword, ladies. But <laughs> <laughs> that's for a later episode. Come back in 2014. I'm sure we'll get some of that. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. But I'm okay. sorry. That's exactly what I'm we see, he pulls out his sword, which has the line on the handle. Mm-hmm. Which, which he chose for himself. Because as a bastard, you can pick whatever symbol you want. What symbol would you guys pick? I'm not a bastard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what symbol just in make believe rain land said? Bill, what symbol would you pick? Uh, I would pick a. I would pick a line just because it's you know it's it's always it always means royalty. Mm-hmm. I'd pick like a unicorn because I'm you know I'm a unicorn <laughs> or a scorpion. I think I'd pick, I'd pick a dragon because I love Khaleesi. Mm. And she's the queen of You dragons. and I will fight in a field of poppies later. Oh, crap. And the dragon loses. Why? <laughs> you know what I, th- I, I thought was interesting? Um, just kind of slight side tangent, but about prophecies nonetheless. Um, Greer, right? She says, you know, I was supposed to fall in love with a man with, oh, uh, with the, the mark. mark. And she's like, and clearly that hasn't happened. So it's funny how, in a sense, that... Um, they need to know about these prophecies in order to gain affirmation. So, right, it, it ha- if she um, knew that he was the one with the white mark, then she'd be like, oh, I am in love with him. You know what I mean? Right. But now she's still kind of quiet. I, I think that's kind of fun- That's funny to me uh, of these. Whenever prophecy enters into any story, it, it amuses me. But I think even if Greer, like, knew, like, he had, like, the, the flower mark on his face, yeah. I don't think she'd admit that she was in love with him. She's still so caught up in the fact that, like, he's he's not, you know, of noble or of wealthy birth. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't, yeah, I don't think she'd ever admit that she was in love with him. I think poor, 
Poor Peta. I don't know why I want to call him Peta, but I like a- how Lola. <laughs> oh, the nickname we gave for them last week. Yeah, Leaf. 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 It's Leaf. He's yeah. Leaf, right? That's yes. his name. I like how Lola, the voice of reason, was like, "Well, where have you been? You've been gone. Have you not fallen in love?" You know, she's questioning it. Like, well, well, who have you fallen in love with? Right. So I again, Lola always comes through with the you know questions when she was like you're gonna i'm gonna marry francis she's like are you sure about that wait a minute well and it's weird to me that lola i wonder if one of the reasons lola is so strongly like questioning mary marrying mary marrying uh francis is because she obviously was the one who really saw that mary and bash have something um, I just think she's the the thinker of the clique, you know, and when it was time for her to leave, it was like, no, she can do better. We can't go with you. She can do better by herself. I think she's just the one that has like the common sense at top of mind. <laughs> she doesn't make the rash decisions. Exactly. <laughs> that's her role. That's her like, you know, that's the girl you go to when you want like, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, so to get back to the crazy prophecy. So then Mary finds out first she doesn't believe. She, you know, all of her girlfriends are like, I don't believe this mm-hmm. is this is not true. Then Ailey dies in Mary's arms. That's and then she's yelling in Nostradamus, You're the devil! You're the devil. And uh yeah, then she very, very quickly says, I gotta go. I I gotta get out of here. Which he gets to go. I like their um you know, right before that, they had their great conversation. And for the first time, right, they've been kind of uh, – uh, Francis and Mary have been colliding in this world of being 100% honest with each other mm-hmm. and in the most direct ways, right? And what I've loved about the show is that most – you know, they seem to be very direct. However, you know, this was one of those moments where Mary was being subtle and she wasn't as direct as she was. Like, hey, obviously, she was hiding the truth. Um, and so I like that aspect of it because obviously it comes back into play later on when she tells him, Hey, you know, I said I was unsure about this. I was honest with you. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't believe that, which I thought was good. And then, and then her switch to the, um, to what she said to him after of like, Hey, I remembered everything you've said and you cannot love someone and all this. Mm-hmm. I thought that was brilliant. It was good. But I think when Francis said, you know, when Mary was like, I don't want any more people to die for me. And he said, that is our fate as rulers. People are going to die for you. Yeah. That's true. So her running so that he doesn't die, that's only going to be one person. I mean, I, I would run for my lover too. Well, and it was very strange that she went and announced it because did it? I felt at first that she was going to like sneak away. Me that too. she wasn't going to, she like goes into the throne room and announced it. And poor Francis is like, "What the hell is happening?" But here's the thing: had she not done that, then um, here's the thing: at the end of the day, she still has to stand strong by her country. Yeah, and you know, in the end, I think it still could be a good move for Scotland. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If if she ultimately does not want to be the ruler of England, and that's bad, then in some sense, she was correct. That's true. Yeah, so her that last conversation with Francis, uh, <sighs> her kind of yes, definitely felt she she definitely just put him in his his place and said, you know what, like you're being a hypocrite, like I'm just listening to what you exa- what you told me, which what he said, and I think we all agreed with him at the beginning, even when he said that to her earlier in the season, that yes, he's he's that's true, that's fact. They've been very careless lately, like they've been like in this little honeymoon mode mm-hmm. where royals really can't have that. Like, they're running countries. 
Um, it's time to get off cloud nine. Yeah. Come back down to reality, Mary. And it hit them. Hard. And she runs to the stable to get on her horse. <laughs> when the problem there was, okay, you know, it it could have been okay. Yeah, it, what, what, what would have worked, at least for Francis, he would have been very upset. But at least he could buy the excuse that she was giving him and he could have believed it. Right? At first he didn't, but then she kind of convinced him. Mm-hmm. And then to see her and Sebastian <laughs> riding off almost to the tune of Hollow Notes. <laughs> It's like, he was just crushed. He didn't know, like, the poor, this. It was like a dagger. It was because, okay, we've been talking about what can drive Sebastian and Francis up totally apart. It starts the, with the an M, ends that, with a Y. Yeah, the notion that this is why she's leaving me is not because of all of this. It's because of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Effing. It's always matters of the heart. Well, speaking of this, like, kind of funny song and how that that song that I think did go into them riding off together, that started when Mary and Francis were having that very serious conversation. It was almost like a, like, happy-go-lucky song. And I was like, that seems really odd during yeah. the scene. It would have been, I would have liked it had they just left and Francis wasn't there, like, Mary! Like, oh my god. Like, that's heartbreaking. But it's you have shameful. to have that. You have to have that. Uh, I Come on, it's a mid-season finale. You just have to have that cliffhanger. Remember, he always has his love leave him. With- it's true. And, and how many times has it been Sebastian forewarmed? And especially, you know, tonight by Diane. Like, you yeah. cannot, you have to stay away. Oh, gosh. I just felt so bad for Francis. Like, I, I honestly, I it reminded me of that scene in... Um, it was kind of the opposite of that scene, but it kind of reminded me of this. And if you guys have ever seen Ever After, yeah, like uh, they always wave at whoever's leaving the house. Um, they wave until they get to the end of the driveway or something. And uh, in Ever After, her father falls off the horse and has a heart attack. I thought in this case, I thought Francis when he fell to his knees. I'm like, he's dying. I promise he's not true. I was like, it's done. It's happening now. That's what I thought. I like went straight to that, but thank goodness he didn't die. Um, Question: As an audience reaction, though, you guys have been rooting Sebastian and Mary, <laughs> right? So, how do you guys feel now that, like, okay, it's coming? It, it's kind of coming to fruition, but ultimately, look at what it's doing to poor Francis. It's like that. It's like your celebrity crush. Like when you see them, like you have this idea of them, and then when like they're talking to you and you're in your face, you're like, oh God, no! I want the forbidden like passion and love to be there. I like that. I don't want it to actually happen. I I've never really. Did I say I really wanted her to be with Sebastian? You did. Did I? I mean, I I wish I could cut to right now just a montage of like, I want Sebastian and Mary. No, okay. I want Sebastian. Mary can have Francis. I think that's how I feel about it. The days when Francis was being a prick and a douchebag, yeah, we were like totally team Sebastian and Mary. Yeah. But it's like the fantasy. It's the forbidden fantasy. Leave it up there on the show. And Sebastian's just very, very sexy. Those eyes. He's a lot sexier than Francis. Hmm. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Team Sebastian. But I but I but I was okay with I think Mary and Francis are good for each other. I don't think Sebastian's good for Mary. No, he's like the bad boy that's gonna break her heart. She's she's a she's a queen. It's He can't he can't handle a queen. No. He won't happen. Not handle a queen. Well, I think that that about wraps up the episode. Do you have anything else you wanna you wanna get into, Phil, before we move to predictions? Uh, not really. Not really. You good? 
Any I'm more? Good. Any more music? <laughs> I can play any music you want. You're after I know. I'm scared. I can't. Play every week. I want a new song? <laughs> who wants to go first? Do you know who we didn't see this episode? Pretend. Who uh, we made a bet about last week? Oh, the other, the hoa. The hoa. We didn't see the hoa. We didn't see the hoa at all. It does not confirm that she is dead or alive. I believe, I've, <laughs> she's forgotten. She's forgotten. And not missed. No, but like, who knows? I mean, now that Mary's gone, maybe she's going to creep out from, you know, out of the shadows. Who knows? Hopefully, Hey, I didn't leave you. <laughs> I always wanted her to go. Yes, you did. You left the door. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So this is kind of like reaching far, and I'll. But like I, because I feel really odd. Just that, say it. Okay, I felt it was so odd that one of the first lines of this episode was Francis telling Mary, "I hope you're pregnant," and that it was, <laughs> and that it was so apparent that they have been like really, really getting it on since they first got it on. Okay, but hold on. Remember, Nostradama said you will you will be you will remain childless and hus and father you know, husbandless, whatever that he said. He'll so- be cold to the touch and you'll be childless. Yeah. Oh, he said that to her? Yeah. Oh. Well I think this is okay. <laughs> well that's okay. It doesn't it doesn't mess with my prediction. Because totally I think I think no it does not <laughs> You don't even know what it is. Okay, I think that Mary is going to, while she's uh, in the woods, going to be realize that she is pregnant because I think she's going to be getting very, very sick and blah, 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 blah. And then I think when she comes, they're going to come bring her back to the castle at some point, and then she's going to like know that she's pregnant, but then she's going to have a miscarriage. Pregnant then, with Sebastian's yeah, baby. No, 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 no. Francis's baby, and then Francis is going to blame Sebastian for killing the heir to the throne. Oh, I was trying to help you out with the prediction there. Like, it could work... If it was Sebastian's baby. Okay, here's the question. She comes back very fast, right? She's pretty much... As soon as we cut to the preview, she's back at the castle. Yeah. So, does does Francis send an army after them? Gets her back? Then she's almost like... Uh, she's in prison, so to speak, or whatever you want to call it. And obviously, especially now with the announcement, everything's kind of ruined. And so now we got to piece it together. And basically, by force... You know, Francis and Henry are in alliance of like we have to make this happen. You got to marry her. Well, and to she, get England. And this is the other thing. Like she, she's no virgin queen anymore. Oh, like, she's spoiled. Girl, like nobody got to know. But but I mean, but people do know. Like it's it. I don't it's think true. it was much a, of the a guy secret. Knows. The guy remember you knocked on the door. Yeah, like, and uh, and I don't think it's much of a secret in the castle amongst the staff. Like and, no. and people talk. I don't think it's much of a secret that Mary. They know and they smashed. And Francis smashed. Because um, she made a comment, like, or he said something, like, who cares if they're talking about it, the maids yeah. or whoever are talking about it. So that's, I think, going to come back to haunt her. You think? I do. Anything can happen. We have so much long to wait for. I have no prediction. I just want to hurry up and get to January 23rd. So, do you have anything? <laughs> yeah. I got to sing a song about Kenna. Why couldn't they just remain... The same. They had love. That's what I leave you with. This is my lighter. Wait, you can do I think. I mean, what a great first date episode. Awesome. 
This show is really has exceeded my expectations on so many levels, and I'm so happy that the ratings have gone up and people have caught on to how awesome the show is and that it's going to be back. To borrow one of my favorite AfterBuzz phrases from some, some of the hosts, I can't, I can't. It's just so good, I can't. I'm I'm am mad at this coming January 23rd. Really? I can't. I can't. <laughs> Bill's gonna have like he's just gonna rewatch all the episodes over the spring. I might. I mean, it's yeah, good. I might too. It is good really stuff. good. And you can you can catch all the episodes if you're not caught up or you missed anything or you want a great show to get into. Get into Rain. Go to cw.com and you can watch them all there. And go to iTunes and watch us. Yeah, watch us. Rate us. Comment. Let us uh, know. let us know your predictions. Your hashtags. And yeah. um, what we should do differently yeah. next season, what you loved, what you didn't love. Let us know because <sighs> we're here for you guys. How are you guys going to hold yourselves over to January 23rd? Maybe we should have like a side like. Yeah, we should have just like like maybe like a like a support group. <laughs> a rain support a group. A rain support group while it's gone. <laughs> it's called Twitter. That's right. So tweet us, comment, rate our iTunes, download this. Yes. podcast you guys uh we'll see you again on <gasps> in january 23rd yeah happy holidays and yeah. happy new year oh i'm finia thomas and you guys can find me oh, on yeah. facebook instagram and twitter <laughs> at finia thomas that's f-a-h-n-i-a-t-h-o-m-a-s and i'm keaton marking you can find me on <laughs> facebook instagram and twitter at keaton m33 thanks for watching Ooh, guys oh phil where can we find you besides tv <laughs> He's so Facebook, elusive. Twitter, Instagram. You're so elusive. Where can Kenna find you? After Buzz TV. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.